podcast is Ayana here and I wanted to get into um, the Denver Nuggets and how dominant these guys have looked uh, against the LA Lakers. So just starting out, uh, so the, the NBA playoffs are kind of uh, winding down to the to the uh, the last two teams, looking like it's going to be the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat uh, tonight. The Celtics are playing the Miami Heat. They're currently getting blown out by the Miami Heat, so I'm looking at it as they're going to go up 3-0 on the uh, Boston Celtics, which is very surprising, actually. Um, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I really thought they were going to come a little different, um, you know, especially with the upset from last year of losing to the Warriors and, you know, kind of getting an opportunity to get back to the finals. But uh, it's, it's looking kind of like uh, it's looking very slim that they're going to be getting back to the finals. So, um, yeah, I'm, I don't want to call it too early, but uh, I'm, I'm looking at what I'm looking at. I'm kind of, kind of, you know, it's, it's looking kind of like uh, the Miami Heater in the driver's seat to uh, win this series. Now, the Denver Nuggets and the L.A. Lakers, uh, it's kind of the same thing. Um, L.A. Lakers are down uh, 0-3 in the series. And um, I can't necessarily say this is surprising because um, I kind of felt that the series was going to go this way. You know, I knew that uh, this team was going to be really good. And I knew that they were going to execute. And I knew they were going to play basketball the right way, you know. Um, the Warriors had a lot of things that they were not good at this year, especially on the road. They were not good on the road at all. And they didn't have consistent players. And I think the difference with the Denver Nuggets is that players are consistent. You see how Jamal Murray is playing. He's, he's, he's been coming at their heads uh, this whole uh, series. Every single game, he's been dropping buckets. And you got jo- uh, Jokic, who has just been phenomenally uh, good, a playmaker, uh, a score, everything. And it's just kind of like, it's going to be hard to beat this team. And then when you have guys like Michael Porter Jr., um, Pope, who are coming in and hitting shots, playing very well, being consistent, playing defense. I mean, Gordon, who's playing good defense or trying to contain LeBron. LeBron has not really been going off as much as he's, he's capable of doing. And I think at the age of 38, Obviously, we, we really can't expect LeBron to go out and drop 40. You know, that's not LeBron anymore because he's an older player. But um, I still think he's capable of doing it. But obviously, this Denver Nuggets team is not allowing it. So um, the dominance of this of these guys has been kind of like in our face. And I think the media has kind of, uh, you know, wanted – a particular look for this for for this uh this NBA finals. I think they wanted the Lakers and the Celtics to play. I think that would have been the more bigger um series uh for the finals and I think they just wanted that that those uh views to come in. But obviously it's gonna be the Miami Heat and Denver Nuggets and I don't I don't see that changing at all unless some miracle happens with uh one of these teams. So, you know, from looking at the Denver Nuggets, I just see a dominant, consistent team. You know, I think Jamal Murray uh, coming back from two ACL injuries, he's just been playing phenomenal. Like, this dude cannot be stopped. He's unstoppable. And I think, um, you know, the L.A. Lakers, they've they've had a run. They did pretty well, you know. Again, as I said before, everybody's surprised they beat the Warriors. I was not surprised they beat the Warriors. I felt like the Warriors had a very shaky team this year. We didn't have the best team. I'm a Warriors fan, and, you, you know, if I'm honest about that, then I know other people have to have seen it. Uh, there's no way you can't watch basketball and actually think that this was the Warriors at the top of their game. I think them beating Sacramento was all due to the fact that Steph Curry just outlasted everybody, and 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 you know, but Steph is not going to be able to do that all the time. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna need people to come and be consistent. And I think if Jordan Poole and Klay Thompson were consistent in, with, within that series, because you got to look at Klay's numbers, you know, eight zero points, 
30 points in one game then from down there he didn't he didn't have another uh, another 30 point game and let alone in double figures he had an eight point game at, at, at in game six so uh him and Poole just really stunk it up and I think that right there is a is a is, is an obvious reason as to why they lost also not to mention there were a lot of bad play calls um uh, meaning there were a lot of bad foul calls that happened when the Lakers played the Warriors and I think that 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 changed a lot of the, the momentum in that game. I think um, the game was totally different when you were getting different foul calls from different players and, um, you know, the Lakers were able to get to the line so much and the Warriors were not able to really get to the line. And I'm not, you know, making a whole lot of excuses, but people are, you know, saying, hey, the Warriors should beat them. Well, I believe they should have. If you have a consistent clay and a consistent Jordan Poole, like Jordan Poole last year in the playoffs when he was dropping 30 and 20 and every game you, he was pretty much there. He was locked in. If you had the same Jordan Poole this year, we would have still been in the, going back to the finals. That's what I believe. Um, obviously, it would have been tough to beat the Denver Nuggets, but I do feel like the Warriors would have been a much better matchup with this team. And I think, you know, it sucks that they were not able to get there, but uh, next year is going to be coming. And, you know, just speaking on this year, as I, as I said, this podcast is about the Denver Nuggets and um, Jamal Murray and, jo- and Jokic and what I've seen from them. I just... You know, I I used to be on I used to be one of those people that used to talk about Jokic and just say, you know, ah, I think it's just, they're just hyping this dude up. Well, let me take all that back. This dude is the real deal. Like, and and what I like a lot about Jokic is that he just seems like a dude that's going out there to try the ball. You know, um, I think the MV, uh, I think the NBA made a mistake by not giving him MVP this year because if you look at it, he might be going all the way to the top in, in, in uh, winning an NBA final championship. So, you know, I mean, Joel Embiid didn't show up in, in, in the uh, game seven against the, uh, uh, against the Boston Celtics, but Jokic is showing out. And, um, and I, and I, I mean, y- y- you have no choice but to speak on that because it's just like, you know, this is what, this is where big time players gain their names. You know, you gain your name by what you do at this time, this, this, these are the brightest lights in the playoffs, you know, the season, you can play all great and all that, but when you come into the playoffs, this is really what matters. And I think, um, you know, Jokic has shown himself to be a reliable player, reliable superstar. And I, and you know, I don't want to hype him up too much to this point because he still hasn't won a ring yet, (laughs) but you know, just the fact that he's playing like this in, in a Western conference finals is enough for me to say, you know what, unless something major changes, um, in the finals, this dude is going to go to the finals and play very well and could possibly be the MVP. Um, you know, obviously it can be in the air. It can go to him or Jamal Murray. But, you know, I think he's going to come out balling. And both of those players are going to come out balling. They've just been fantastic. And I just, I've loved everything that I've seen um, from them in this Lakers series. Um, aside from the Lakers, I would like to say, you know, Anthony Davis has played pretty pretty straight. Um you know, my thing with the Lakers um, is that I don't really know. You know, I I, I think they uh, I, I I didn't think they were gonna beat the Denver Nuggets number one. I knew the Denver Nuggets was gonna come in and win this win 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 this series, but I didn't think it was gonna be this bad. You know, down zero three in a uh, Western Conference Finals is is pretty pretty bad. And, um, you know, for LeBron to be considered a GOAT of this era, you know, we, we talk a lot about GOATs and conversations of, of who's the GOAT and what's this, that. Mind you, I'm a, um, I'm a, I'm, I'm a millennial, millennial 
And I don't feel at any rate that LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. Um, I've said that numerous times, and I've said that a lot, you know, and that's always going to be my opinion. Do I feel like he's a top, all-time player? Absolutely. You can't deny what he's been able to do on the court, um, how he plays, and who he is. But you cannot put him up against the GOAT Michael Jordan and say he's better than him. There's no way you could say that when he's played with all these top 75 players. He's, he's went to all these teams to will him the rings and things like that. There's no way in, there's no way in hell. I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I just don't see it. And I, I, can't, I can't sit up here and act like, um, you know, it's a, it's a lie. You got a dude who went and won th- uh, uh, three championships, three peats. Took time off and came back and won again. I mean, it's like, it's ridiculous. Michael Jordan's story is crazy. Like, I don't know anybody in sports that can compete with that. If you really think you can compete with the GOAT, that's ridiculous. LeBron is not that guy. He's not competing with Jordan. I honestly feel like if he doesn't want a ring this year, if he didn't get to get the ring this year, this is his last opportunity to get a ring. They're saying they might, the Lakers might get Kyrie, but I think that's going to be very hard to get Kyrie because the CBA has changed so many rules where you can only give certain amount of players max deals. And I don't know if Kyrie even wants to take a pay cut to go back to the Lakers. You know, So there's a lot of things that um, are going to happen in the offseason for a lot of teams. Obviously, the Warriors are going to have to look into what they're going to do with Clay and Draymond. If Clay is going to take a pay cut, whatever the case is going to be with that situation. But all I'm saying is there are going to be a lot of changes. And I I definitely see the Warriors and teams like Denver Nuggets, Sacramento being the top, um, being in the in the top teams. And, 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 you know, again, I expect Jordan Poole to bounce back from his terrible season that he had, uh, well, playoff uh, run he had. And, you know, again, he just he he went he fell into a slump. And, and sometimes that happens. But again, you know, this is the NBA. He's young. He's only 22 years old. Um, so or 23, I believe. But either way, he's very young and he's going to get back on track. So, you know, as I've said before, you know, this is a this is this has been a really good uh, NBA finals to watch and pay attention to and just watching and see who my teams are going to be looking, looking, looking into for next year. You know, there are going to be a lot of good teams going into next year. And, you know, uh, these Eastern Conference, Western Conference finals haven't went the way I thought they would. But, um, you know, obviously, you know, we still kind of know who's going to be in the finals, uh, just looking at what's taking place right now. I am going to say this, though. If LeBron gets swept, and, and their game is tomorrow night, if LeBron gets swept by the Denver Nuggets, there should never be another conversation about him and Michael ever again. Do I like his game? I do. Michael Wilt. I mean, even Seth Curry, these guys are not getting swept in, 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 in no series. By the way, Seth Curry is a player who has never been swept. He's never been swept in the playoffs. KD has gotten swept. LeBron has gotten swept. That dude ain't never been swept. So when we talk about, you know, you like to put people on high pedestals and, and they're good players and things like that, look. I try to be honest when I talk and have these conversations with, with my podcasters and people that, that, I'm, that are listening to me. I'm not going to lie about what I feel about um, LeBron. I think he's a very good player. He's, he's going to go down as, as in the top. But I've never been moved by his game. You know, I haven't. I think he's a big – I think he's 
his physicality and and the things he he does bring to the game is is what makes him so much better than a lot of people. But I don't feel like the killer instinct that guys like Kobe, Michael Jordan. I mean, and I I will say it again, even Steph Curry. I don't think he has that killer instinct. I have never seen LeBron have that killer instinct. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, there are people people always call me out on this, but I, I have to be honest about how I feel about LeBron. And I don't see the killer instinct in him. Jamal Murray plays with that 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 killer in him. And I think going into next season, this is gonna probably be the top guard probably in the NBA. And that's that speaks a lot because I'm a big Curry fan. But look, Jamal Murray is on his way. He's on his way. I don't I, I think the two ACL injuries, you know, and there are certain things that happen to certain players that motivate them to do better. And I think that's what happened with Jamal Murray. If you can look in his eyes, you can tell that he has a lot to prove. He's he's out there to prove something. Even when you listen to the Denver Nuggets talk when they go to the podium, they're talking about how how much the Lakers are getting so much press and everybody's talking about them and oh nobody's speaking about us. That's interesting. These guys really got a chip on their shoulder. They're the underdogs in this series, even though people are saying the Lakers are the underdogs. <laughs> you can't be an underdog if you're everybody's favorite. Everybody wants to see the Lakers win. Everybody wants to see LeBron get his fifth ring. He's not going to get that fifth ring. I don't think LeBron is getting another ring um, probably. And if, if it wasn't this year, I don't think it's going to happen. Because I don't, see, I don't see teams like the Warriors coming back and not being better than what they were this year. I think the Warriors are going to make moves in the offseason that are going to make their team better. I think there are going to be teams like the L.A. Clippers that are going to make moves that are going to make their team better going into next season. Denver Nuggets. And the Denver Nuggets are a team right now that is probably going to beat the Lakers and, and go to the finals. Um, these, this Western Cops are going to be stacked. And they're going to have so many good teams. So, you know, again... I just don't see I just don't see it for LA. This has always been an issue for years with them. People can't stay healthy. They can't perform when they get to 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 big moments like this. Um yeah. So that's it for tonight. Uh, thank you guys for tuning into the BCG podcast. I have more interviews on the way, more podcast episodes, uh, more stuff to talk about. And um, I will definitely be um, speaking on, on uh, all those things and um, putting out more interviews with uh, different, different artists. Thank you guys so much again for tuning into the BCG podcast and have a good night.